this has been the oddest day ever in history. I kind of know Mikey, but I don't know, know Mikey all that well. And I, I got up and I got a text from him. He's like, I had a dream. What was your dream? My dream was that you found me in a random restaurant after a, a bender and you had no idea that I was going to be there. And you showed up with an acai bowl when I really needed coffee. And let's just say we're not that close. No. I like you. You're Admittedly. an okay guy. We do some mm. business together, but mm. we don't have dreams that incorporate one another. Usually and then today, you out of yeah. all, yeah, exactly. Mm-hmm. You know, now we moved into let's call it a brozo era. Yeah, right. I'm into it. A new brozo then, era. But yeah. what was my response? And my response was, "Hey, man, I got to tell you, I had the weirdest dream too. I was dreaming. It was going. I kept looking down. I got." Black pants on, black pointy shoes, and I realized I was Johnny Cash. Mm. Whoa. Last name Cash. It was a dream simultaneous to one another occurring probably right around 6.45 this morning. Mm-hmm. That's nuts. You dreamt of a much better thing, though, Joe. I did. Mikey, well, yours Mikey was like, oh, I saw in Joe in my dream, and yours is, <laughs> I was Johnny Cash. No, you've got to give him some credit, man, because he was describing I was on a bender. And it, there's there's yeah. a lot more to it, you know. There's some backstory there, yeah. You you the part that you get to tell in your lucid phase of your life about the dreams that you had mm-hmm. are always fractional of what really happened sure. and how far you went. And he was down the rabbit hole, coming out, and I got to save him. Johnny Cash got to save him. He came through. Very cool. And he, you know what? He did come through today. Hey everybody, it's the FYA podcast. <laughs> we don't really get to. Um, have something this special all that often we're, we're barely hanging on to a month but here we are we're hanging out with reader andy and dan brozo hello everybody how what up, on what up, earth guys? we're also happen? live on facebook which yeah. is uh, i think a first time for fya like, yeah i would grandpa does not know how this stuff works yeah I don't even know does grandma <laughs> we ba- yeah it's just you root it through obs you get the stream key from facebook stop stop, stop, stop. Okay. Andy's, stop andy's stop. favorite thing is just throw out words that he knows you don't know just to sound all technical and cool yeah it, but it works out really well because we get to use a decent camera instead of just a cell phone yeah and it's all set up to for the room and it's well lit and it looks nice so if you're you know you're you know you're probably already on facebook it doesn't do any good to go mm-hmm. back actually this video will live on the facebook page for the foreseeable future yeah. so if you always wondered what we look like you can go tune into that yeah, oh, there's that. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Never but, um, mind. Take it down. <laughs> hey, so um, it's good to have a group this wide and this varied at this moment on the calendar. Because am I wrong? Are we about three quarters of the way to hell in a handbasket right this second? Mm-hmm. I don't think we're as close as everybody thinks we are. Well, I mean, mm-hmm. you, of course, would not because the economy is booming. Well, it's... And it's, this makes it super hard to make other deferential decisions when the economy is making everyone so much mm-hmm. money. But we've seen booms in the past, and we know where that cliff is. I so, sold all my so stocks today. You I sold? Did. You did? Oh, yeah, everything. Liquid Why? Uh, I, it's in the air, man. What were you holding? Uh, Disney. Oh, well, fuck it. Yeah, get it <laughs> and, then, the and then guess what? Iger signs on until 2019, 12 minutes after I sell it all. Don't know what that means. <sighs> How, hey, much, but, um, how much more would have you gotten out of that? 12 cents a share. Eh. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I don't know how many shares, shares you had, but yeah. Three. That hurts. <laughs> <laughs> but the economy is booming, and so there's a whole bunch of people that are allowing it to mask. I, I, I would just say that we're in sort of the Chamberlain phase of all this, where we're, I think the entire country's in denial of how bad it is so suddenly that we are basically in the middle of a Russian developed coup. That's that's the real problem. I think Russia has more of a part to play than they have been playing. And I think that Putin is gaining more support 
and I don't like he wants to weaken NATO and it's really yeah. bad that the president of the United States is 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 probably on his side. a participant and it's also like oh it would be a world changing event to have another country you know secretly influencing American elections there's no secret about it in I fact mean, I mean well we they're don't have Russians proof. they Once get drunk proof. on vodka and they brag so they're out there bragging, hey, we've come up with this information war technology, and we're about to fuck them up. And they do have very, very good tools. Not as many good tools as we have. <laughs> True. But, but for whatever reason, the U.S. the U.S. citizens hate our tools. Yeah, and the person in charge of the tools right now doesn't give a fuck about stopping. He's the not going to security yeah. briefings. He, you know, he's not. No. He's just not doing his job. He didn't want to be president, and he is president, and it sucks. But the casualness by which you're just basically. Being absent at the helm right. is part of what's going on. It's by design. It's by design anti to about the interest of about 98% of Americans. My absentness, though, is thought out. I have a reason for my absentness. There's no reason for me to get involved because as of this moment and for the foreseeable future for the next four years, there's no way he's going to get reelected. But I also said there's no way he's going to get elected. Um, yeah. It won't affect me very much. I don't have ACA. I'm not involved in that healthcare. Uh, the the things that he's going to put into action, you know, I'm not I'm not a minority, and I you know it influences me fairly little. So I don't have a lot of skin in the game. And Literally, well, yeah. Well, Congress uh, was talking about rolling back uh, the regulations that Obama put in about uh, what is it? Um, uh, uh, carriers uh, tra- giving your information out, or you know, less security on on your personal information. I don't care. Laws, I right. honestly like. I, I I couldn't. I couldn't be less interested in. Oh, so my dad worked for the NSA for thirty five years, and he has a, you know a decent understanding that everything that you say on the phone or, or on the internet is cataloged in in a server in the United States. Sure, definitely. But it's not about the size of the ocean. It's about the kind of lure you get to get that information. So if you ever want to use that information, you still have to go through the judicial system. But the fact that we have that information, I think, is beneficial overall for the country. You must have a really clean Pornhub search history because my shit is out but there. But nobody <laughs> gives a fuck about yeah. what kind of porn you're looking at on the Internet. Well, to an extent. Well, it's not like you your don't know, wife Mikey. is going to submit a freedom <laughs> of information request and pull up that information and be able to use it against you. H- how old are you? I'm 29. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> What you think? My porn's gonna get weirder? No, I'm just you know <laughs> you have you're, no idea. When you're, Definitely gonna get but weirder. when you're 55, I mean you're 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 an up and coming guy. Like I, I I respect the things you do, uh, as we all do a lot of things here. But you know sure. as you as you get older, things you do change. And you know I'm looking at I'm looking at some of my Facebook posts from 2009, and I'm like, oh my goodness, like okay, I gotta delete that. I know it's still there somewhere, and people have seen it. But I'm just like, whoa, like what is it? Get, just get just an example. Well, at the time, I was a, a super drunk club and bar DJ living uh, in Pacific yeah. Beach, you know, uh, doing uh, nose beers and, you know, stuff like that. And What's a nose beer? Yeah. Oh, I'm so sorry. Just drinking a beer through your nose? Y- yeah. Is it as simple as it yeah. sounds? <laughs> <laughs> you know? Uh, so it's, yeah, it's, you know, the, the stuff. And, and, and now I'm looking, you know, I'm a father and I own property and I'm politically active and I'm looking at these things like, yeah. holy crap, like, Will this stuff come around? Damn straight it's going to come around. Sure. Oh, yeah. And we will see repercussions. And, and what they're going to do to me specifically, I'm not too concerned about. But, I, you know, I have my opinions. Yeah. And if something comes along where I could possibly have an effect, I will absolutely participate. That, 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 that's great. So, personally, we're all comfortable. Hey, great. Congratulations to Bu- all of you guys. Bukaki. Who's, yeah, yeah. I, I'm the one guy now who still lives by the coast. And I've just watched about 17 straight warships depart North Island. 
Like mm. there, there's so much stuff in the Rex Tillerson part of this equation. Oh my goodness. There's so much stuff in the North Korea part of this equation. There's so much yeah. stuff across. There is an assassination on the streets of actually, Kiev today. That's actually I, one thing that that Donald Trump has has done. I, I I will never ever say it's right, but he did increase defense spending. So Not it, yet. It, He's proposed. Yeah, exactly. It's it. it's in the it's and in he the also, budget. He did another thing that sort of you know trumps that. Oh, sorry, no. Ooh, that was, that's an accident. I didn't mean it, but it, it, the point <laughs> it's is have a whole new man. He's, he also started out. Hey, we're going to get you some money soon. But by the way, there's no rules right now. And that's if you stand out on at Sunset Cliffs or you stand out at uh, Pan Pacific Park in PB and you just watch, it's a line of ships hidden out. Mm-hmm. They're going. Yeah. There, there's a That's whole thing. It's kind of unsettling. Thing. Yeah. It's it's completely unsettling. You you get the news, and you there's none of it you can trust. They're all super focused in about 50 directions. They don't know how. They the news right now. MSNBC might as well be called the Hamster Network. They have zero idea what to do, and they are just standing there quivering because there's watched, so much stimuli. I watched them. Uh, after the Trump allegations about Obama wiretapping his stuff, um, I was watching MSNBC, and it was about like 15 minutes of them just going like, why are we still talking about this? What This isn't news. Why are we talking? I'm like, you guys are the fucking news. Why are you talking why about it? Why are you talking about it? Yeah. Like, you guys get to decide what to talk about. You don't have to talk about stuff you don't want to talk about. So fucking get, I mean, the, get your the, producer the in there. Yeah. To, to everyone's credit. The plot line is extremely difficult. A mm-hmm. guy gets assassinated in Kiev today. They're, they blew up the, uh, essentially 80% of the tank ammunition for the army of the Ukraine today. What's going to happen tomorrow? What's going to happen just in the one front? Like, We're worried about a couple of things. NATO. NATO is a huge worry right now. Yeah. How many people, how many people out of the 350 million Americans understand that the government of the UK just deployed to Estonia just deployed to Estonia fairly few I didn't know that that's we, we ridiculous. How, how much did we ship out? Didn't we ship out twelve thousand to? What, right now, what we're doing right now is we're re-establishing uh, all the infrastructure that we had in uh, Germany. We're basically repopulating all. We at one point. The U.S. Army had a core worth a million people in in Germany. Oh yeah, all over. And they're essentially re-networking that apparatus as we speak. That's so, probably a good idea. So let me ask you a question. And I'm glad you brought up Germany because I know you're very well versed in that, considering you grew up there. And I don't. Did you guys know that? Yeah, yeah. Uh, that's crazy. Oh yeah, mine is Russell von Augsburg geboren. He looks like it, and you're a double agent. Uh, <laughs> for Germany? <laughs> yeah. Yeah, me and Miracle, man. We, yeah, uh, so we go way back. in her back pocket. So, yeah. so. Angela and Trump. Um, Mike's over there. Oh, sorry. Hey, <laughs> the uh, the lack of handshake. What was going on behind the scenes? Oblivion. The guy's, the guy's oblivious. He wasn't even oblivious. It was a deliberate move to pander to his alt-right fan base, the last fan base he has. Uh, you, you're probably right. Yeah. I, I, I'll concede that whole thing. I, I think it's oblivious, but I also see that there's a whole, like, Bannon did, did you, speaking did you watch into the his video? ear. It was handshake. Handshake. Do you guys want to do a handshake? Can you guys do a handshake? And she asked the for it, too. The only thing you could hear in the room was handshake, and he's just sitting there completely ignoring him. Right. It was an absolute deliberate move. Um, and it was a dumb move. It was a. It was bad to have a, a, a U.S. president embarrassing our nation by, you know, a lot of our imports and exports go to Germany. Oh, yeah. I got a question for the They're group. a good ally to have. Yeah. yeah. Who is Steve Bannon? Steve. The devil. 
He's right. the devil. Remind it, me. All right, all right, first of all. I know the name. Is that the Hulk? He's running the country right He's now. He's running the country right now. Yeah. He uh, is the... Oh, that fucking sing- anti-marijuana douchebag. No, 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 no. He's... Uh, Steve Bannon ran... Uh, what is it? Uh, he was he ran Breitbart Breitbart for, oh, for fuck years me and before Breitbart yeah, Goldman okay. Sachs he, people don't really know that he comes from the Goldman Sachs ba- background dude's and, got I multi mean, like dollars. literally that guy is one of us who happened to fall into sort of a lottery ticket atmosphere that got him all the way to Trump with some really fucked up belief systems and it, it, it's super what do you mean by one of us conspiracy theory yeah uh, just hey Regular we could job. go any direction at any time. We we yeah. know, we, we sure. know where it's going to take us, you know. And so we're out there participating. And we we mean well, but somebody else who could go in any direction at any time, who doesn't mean well, who happened to be big in the alt right, big mm-hmm. found his way to Breitbart, found his way to Trump, and you know probably was recruited by. From what I understand, he was recruited by uh, one of the financiers of the Trump campaign, uh, an American couple who said we need to have all of our belief systems put in play right now and it involves the Russian conspiracy and involves Paul Manafort. It, it, it seems like he's basically sit there to whisper in Trump's ear, now do this. He is the Japan. Now do this. Well, because uh, hmm. tr- Trump cannot have this. an original idea. And if he did, it would be a disaster. Everything that he comes out with on his own is is lunacy. And then when he said, we're going to hire the best people, I was like, okay, thank God. He's going to get some experts who know what they're talking about. And then every every single hire was garbage. Well, they're dismantling uh, the government is what they're doing. Now, here's the the thing. I, I... I am not buying into the Trump is an idiot thing, although I do believe that that the things he say seem idiotic. I mean, he's the president of the United States. The guy got there. He got there by... Through, uh, every, everything he said, something he said in every single speech would have derailed any other presidential candidate. candidate completely. The, te- the Teflon Don. And mind you, I don't support Trump. Trust me, I really, really don't. But I, I cannot call the guy an idiot because he is the president of the United States. I think he's pretty calculated in most things. There's got to be. There's, there's got to be. He could be talking about George W. Bush right now. It's, it's like this whole... I would so much rather have George W. Bush president that, right I now. I know, right? Isn't that terrible? Like this is an evolution like of worst, that, though. The worst we, thing. When, we were, when, when George W. Bush was happening, we were so panicked. We were so completely panicked because this seemed like the apocalypse. Mm-hmm. That a, a guy... Couldn't get worse than who this. Should have been, <laughs> yeah, who should have been the character from being there, the Peter Sellers character, who should have been that guy, Chauncey Gardner. Mm-hmm. That, that, that Chauncey Gardner just got elected president, and that that was George W. Bush, and we were barely hanging on. The, 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 you know, whatever intellectual component of the community was watching this happen, going, "This is a disaster." And so the next thing you happen, we found a way to take it about a thousand steps further. This is a magnitude further from that. This is earthquake terminology. Yep. It's not. It went from a seven to a nine, and the nine is Trump. Yeah, the Trump is a nine point nine on the magnitude and, scale, and that's an exponential growth scale. Yeah, right, yeah, right, yeah, exactly. Yeah. Everything is a hundred over, and the, the, right. pendul- the pendulum swings. What are the Democrats going to put in there? Who's it going to be? There's, there's nothing. It doesn't matter. Republican or Democrat, Green Party, whatever you come up with, Bernie Sanders, whatever you come up with, there is nothing that is going to ever amount to the wall of information in an information war. And that's what we're facing. We're in the middle of an information war. And Trump is the absolute best person to be leading the charge on the information war for the other side. The, our president is leading the other side. Yeah, for financial reasons. Yeah. 
Oh yeah, I, I don't Big. know Rex Tillerson right now. I mean, he he took one reporter with him, one conservative reporter with him to Asia. That is terrifying, considering the five hundred billion dollar oil deal they had in the Arctic mm. that they had on the table that Obama took away from him. Mm. Five hundred billion dollars. Have you guys seen Jeez. the show The Newsroom? Not yet. Okay, so that I saw I saw a couple of episodes, but I can't quote from it. I didn't. Okay, get the basically, it's it, it's about a news organization that would be the ultimate dream to have if we had one of those in the United States. It was somebody who was completely desi- like dedicated to reporting the actual news, in contrary to everything else that is available today. There's nobody who's reporting news that is doing it right. Even the independent sites are just just so wrong. They all have an absolute agenda. And fuck the, your agenda. <laughs> and it's it's disgusting and it's horrifying. And if we can't find information out like that, like the freedom of the press is so important. And originally when when they passed out, you know, when when the, there was three, three or four major networks, there was an hour a day that was dedicated to news. No commercials, no nonsense, just news. You don't have to worry about numbers. You don't have to worry about Yeah, it was money. a public service. It was a public service. And the, you, all the you other get, programming yeah, paid for the news. You can yeah, have you can have this whole bandwidth the, for free. Objective Central. Yeah. And and every single one of them has turned into a money making machine. Yeah. Every last one of them. I'm so okay, I'm, let's let's pass a couple out. Uh, all right. So we we all agree that we don't even need to waste our time in the Fox world, in the CNN world, in the MSNBC world, uh, in the the major news is the CBS. That the, all sure. of those people they did. There's a bought and paid for aspect mm-hmm. to them. It's a profit machine. So now you you try to get outside of yourself and you start. Let's say NPR. you start with. Uh, uh, democracy now. Mm-hmm. Who who? I, I subscribed to Democracy Now recently because of exactly what you said. I was getting such a crazy, uh, a thumb on the scale version of the news. I had to try to look outside to see if anyone else was trying to report. Mm-hmm. There's a there's a sliding scale. There's actually a, a very good infographic that has that's science based. That has you know the amount of science reporting on one axis and the accuracy of, repri- of science reported on the other axis, and it's just it goes from here to here, and Infowars in and Breitbart is way down here, and the very tippy top, and the best you can get, and it's still pretty bad, is up there is BBC. Right, that's the one. My wife, who I've I've told all of you on this podcast, leads the charge in our household. That that's what she falls asleep to. She's like that's her last hope. She's like swears. They're the only people that are going to tell her anything. And you can, like, watch the news from BBC and then watch the news the same half hour from any major American network, and you'll literally see about a 5% overlap. Oh, yeah, if that. Hmm. And, and you can tell by how glossy a news service is how bad it's going to be, pretty much. Like, like visually? They, yes, exactly. Yeah. If there's so many title screens and animations and all kinds of stuff coming across, and what they're talking about is Kim Kardashian, and in the scroll they're talking about a terrorist attack that killed 15 people in a country we don't care about, that is a, a, a very prime example. If that is a bad news station, don't watch it. I w- I w- I'm going to throw this out there. I watch KPBS uh, NewsHour daily. That's, that's about all you can get, but it does still have a leftward slant on it. Sure. Yeah, there's a little bit. That's why they're defunding it. No, and you're, you know, you're, you're, and you're and that's why they're getting kicked you, out of briefings. You're you're doing the TYT thing at this point. Oh, I do TYT. Absolutely. Uh, just us. Woo. Uh, yeah, man. Uh, there's 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 it's out there. You just gotta search. It's just you just can't skim over the top. And you have to. The thing is, you have to. I watch Fox News during the day just to get angry. I get so angry. I, I can't. <laughs> I get so angry, especially when Hannity's on. And I'm just like, you are just sucking Donald Trump's dick. Oh, my gosh. But I watch it 
just to hear what they're saying. I, I agree. You have I to do the same thing. Just to you know. Especially to. on a big news day. They're all big news days these days. I, I definitely want to know what the other side is saying to themselves. I want to know the contents of their echo chamber. Oh, my I gosh. think it's, it's, it's super important because you know they're going you're, you're, to just regurgitate <laughs> that stuff if it comes oh, up. Oh, yeah. Well, and the other thing is what you're watching is where the president is getting all his information. I know. That's, oh, that's, that's been the worst Fox part. Fox and Friends, they are so nice. They really say it like they should say it. He, uh, Donald Trump literally went on InfoWars and said, you're doing a great job. Keep it up. Oh, my gosh. Alex Jones, that yeah. guy. So oh, th- careful a, that beer is very foamy. Oh, thank, <laughs> thank there's you. a funny part of that story about Alex Jones and Infowars, and that's that <coughs> Joe Rogan is a secret fan. No, and he's not. He's and he's gone on record saying, that, "Hey, look, that a lot of his stuff is is hysterical bullshit." Yes, but some of the stuff that that guy has said has turned out. Hmm. But he says so many things about global warming and uh, uh, conspiracy theories that I'm willing to discount every single opinion he has completely. You know, we could all do that about everybody. Yeah. And it's just not the, the, the nature of what we're doing. <laughs> what I say? Wow. Yeah. Right? Yeah, like, with the discipline? <sighs> Perfect. The beer has retained its foaminess over yeah. about I'm like 20 minutes. Dude, that's why I support beer, uh, beer and can so much. Tongue-punching yeah. this thing. Mm, yeah. <laughs> Get it. Get it, girl. Mm. Yeah. That's a, spe- that's a special treat for the live viewers only. Yeah, the yeah. live viewers. It is so great to see you guys. Yeah, it's been a while. This is the kind of lively conversation that I absolutely I don't miss it because we have it all the time and we go nuts. Got to get some other voices in there though. Definitely. Yeah, and I'm going to take a break from this thing. This thing is serious. (laughs) Uh, We we can't focus on it too much. It'll overwhelm us, and we can't control a lot of what we're seeing right now. I would just encourage everyone to pay an awful lot of attention and have your own sources of information and not be really, really subservient to any one of them because it'll yeah. lead you astray. And mm. look for ways you can get involved and make a change. There aren't a ton of them. God, none yeah. of us in this room, none of us in this room, none of us in the United States really has any involvement of getting the president impeached. That's not our role. That's not how we can do it. But right. we ha- Congress has to. Somebody has to. Like, and, and no president has officially been impeached and removed from office ever in the United States history. Not, not to mention... Um, even if he got impeached, that would just mean that we'd get uh, the rest of his term with Mike Pence. And, and the rest of his how, term... And how much better would that be? That's the it, white Not double. better at all, because he, he had already double. performed the worst job ever as governor in the state of Indiana. No, and then you no, add no, into no. that the two uh, arms of Congress, uh, they're also uh, worst case scenario. And th- to try to get it to a finer point, the information war was not just about the presidency. The election, if you guys follow the election, covers everything except the judicial branch, except it also covers the judici- judicial branch. Yeah, it's, down the line. That is so frustrating that they were... I don't want... Yeah, yeah, yeah I agree. It, it, yeah. There was no reason... I agree with him. There, yeah. there was no reason President Obama didn't get to fill Justice Scalia's seat. There was no reason in all of history. And now Donald fucking Trump gets to fill. Well, yep. there is the slightest glimmer of hope and something that I think all of us can... Again, like to your point, take action in regards... Uh, Chuck Schumer uh, went nuclear today and said specifically, uh, we're going to not go with the Gorsuch uh, appointment. We're going to filibuster. We're going to do everything under the sun to try to prevent it in a reverse of the Mitch McConnell phase from just before the election. They did it successfully. And so, Can we do it for four years? No. I, I don't know that we're going to be able to do it for four years, but we may not have to do it for four years. Nuclear I, what, do you, what, what do you want, Andy? Do you think that there's a clawback available to us? Do you think... 
that we can just say, hey, stop everything and let's have a new We're special election that covers it. all bases. I don't think any of those things are possible. Right? Everybody who's in office right now gets a, you know, everybody gets a, a Two for election. If we <laughs> voided the election, if no one got 270 electoral votes, my 11-year-old asked me this question yesterday. So proud of him. If nobody got 270 electoral votes, votes what would have happened? It's written into the... Uh it's written in. No. The fucking House of Representatives gets to elect the president. No. That's really? your constitution, friends. No. Congratulations. Well, no. Let me just, I got to look that up. I'm calling shenanigans. Go ahead. I, I have to look it. that up. I totally believe it. That's something that's that's in the constitution from the electoral college era, you know? But getting them to agree on anything would be a fucking... That it's no, totally it just like, doesn't matter. We're going to fact check that. We're, we're 47 votes down. It's not. They're not going to go. Hey, Hillary's not such a bad choice. They're going to just choose like Ted Cruz or somebody. It can. Uh, I'll take him. Right. It, it, Honestly, it, yeah. He's, he's a fucking dickbag and everything. But Jesus Christ, it, it, I'll take Jesus Christ bad. over over these guys. Yeah, we well, hate yeah. that guy. Yes, yeah. <laughs> What did that guy ever do? <laughs> uh, were we taking a break? No, we're going to do something we're lighter, I hope. I thought you were saying we're taking a break. No, we're going to talk about Germany right now. Oh, Sprechenzy douche. Um, goo Girls. You guys ever watched German Goo Girl porn? Goo Girl? Yeah, what the goo fuck girl? is that? Oh, you guys. <laughs> yeah, we don't even need the NSA to yeah, find out all, what's going on He's laughing. Here. We're not 40 yet, dude. Yeah. We don't need Goo Girls just yet. <laughs> what, 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 what yeah. is that? What is German Goo Girls? Dude, yeah. just Pornhub it, man. Come on. No, I'm, I'm, I'm not married. Take, I'm not I'm, taking that risk. We have this, the, we this have the month, porn almanac right in front of us. Dude. This, month, this month I am celebrating 20 years with my wife. Uh, five years of marriage, 20 years together. So that's yes, the, that's the Goo Girl anniversary. I, no, I am a porn. Hu- I mean, I'm sorry. I am a porn almanac. Thank you. Yeah. Thank you. Just all, give, all you on Facebook give, up there. Give us a one sentence explanation of what Goo Girl. Yeah, is. yeah. Give us the elevator pitch. I'll of do Goo it Girls. in sound effects. <laughs> What's why is that different than Bukaki? <laughs> so accurate. <laughs> so accurate. That is. Awesome. Oh wait, wait. There's, there's one part I forgot. Sick hail. <laughs> So like Max Mosley shit. Uh, <laughs> some Max Hardcore. Yeah. <laughs> nice. Hmm. Uh, okay. So, uh, how did you guys get in, so involved in like wanting to study German in high school and college? I don't know. For me, it was a total hipster decision, dude. That was like proto hipster Dan. It was like so, nobody's doing this. So I'm exactly. Do this. I was like everybody takes Spanish and French is for girls. You guys, just, you, you guys just did the German Hitler Youth eye lock. Like you cannot tell them; <laughs> they will never know. Yeah. Yeah, well, my, my I'm sister, a great actor. Yeah. Uh, yeah. My sister was born in Germany, and my dad was stationed in East Germany for a long time. Oh, right. yeah. um, so it was like it's like a family decision. It was just like yeah, it was you know I Son. had some information you know, and I, I I wanted to eventually maybe go there and having a, a so decent did that happen? Like, yeah, I've been there a handful of times. Where'd you go? Uh, the first time I went to like all over, so Frankfurt, uh, Austria, or, uh, Austria uh, Berlin, Munich. Uh, a couple other different countries that are also German speaking, uh, North Russia and, and Switzerland. Boring, you know, places like that. Just did, 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 did like Grand Tour, yeah. yeah. Mr. Brozo. Yeah. yeah. Same? Where have I been there? Yeah. But we did the, same, we, we did the same exchange. Yeah, we went apart. on an exchange trip uh, separately in high school. So I've been to Hamburg, uh, Frankfurt, Berlin, uh, Cologne, uh, and then like some like hillbilly and cities you guys, in the north. Like, mm-hmm. All this training that you guys had. Uh, you guys were able to be conversational when you were over there? At the time, yes. Now, no. So I think at, at the time, no for me. Because it was, well, I, it was I, after I, my second year of German, so I wasn't very uh, good at all. Okay, yeah. I it was had after your year. third year, right? Yeah, exactly. Yeah. I had another year on you. Let's boil this down. Yeah. Did you score? 
No, I didn't score. Well, okay, I made so out our, with the girl. Our trip had a lot of cuties <coughs> on it. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. You had like some inter inter student scoring. Exactly. Yeah. So I that doesn't uh, count. That does not. That doesn't I count. got a, I got a handy I made out with a, in a, in a, a Dutch stairwell, <laughs> and then uh, I got to see one of the girl's boobs. I made out also with also in a stairwell. Different girl. It, no, that wasn't a stairwell. That was an abandoned dentist's office. Wow. Uh, yeah. <laughs> Wait, did any of you guys get some of that pure breed pussy? Because I hear that's like the, the Aryan, best. Aryan no, we, we, could, we couldn't speak German well enough. I hear, it, I hear it causes yeah. wars. And then I dated a, the, a fourth girl for two years after we got back. Nice. She's just so taken aback by that stairwell experience. <laughs> I've never told you that stairwell experience? No. I mean, I know of, I know like things that happened over there. Yeah. No, mine was great. I was, uh, I was 15 and... Uh, the night that we were in Hamburg, we all snuck out and went to strip clubs, mm. which you're not supposed to go into when you're 15, Dude. clearly. <laughs> you're kidding. And uh, we just, like, we were out till, like, you know, 4 o'clock in the morning going to different strip clubs all around Hamburg. And there's just, like, four of us 15-year-old kids, like... Just making it rain, yeah, Deutschmarks. Exactly. And people, were they were, like, barking at us to come in, like, yeah, you buy one drink, get in for free. And we just, like, went from, from club to club to club, just looking at boobs. And it was a great time. And now phenomenal. we do that in TJ. Ooh. Yeah. Nothing yeah. Next, next topic. It's a lot more affordable. So, um, I, I always pay attention to um, new nonstop flights that are coming out of Lindbergh Field. Okay. And so, in May, they are Condor Airlines, no surprise there, is uh, instituting nonstop service San Diego to Frankfurt. Super nuts, right? Like, yeah, go for it. The, wow. Interesting. Which well, way do you go? What direction do you fly? You go up over Canada, and yeah, you and come over, down yeah, over Greenland. Greenland and Iceland. I, I um, when the first time I made that trip, I left from Oakland Airport, and the plane had to do a second try at taking off. That that happened to me also. That's yeah, kind we, of, we made that's it over unnerving. the Atlantic, turned around, came back, and we we um didn't huh. quite get enough airspeed on the first try to taking off, and they had to like hit the abort and turn around and try to take another run at it. Here's here's my hot tip for flying. Fly out of TJ. Yeah. So mm. I, when I went to Cuba, working up flights to go to... Have T you done the, the Express yeah, Cross? Yeah, the Crossbar Express, yeah. So you can walk from the United States to the Tijuana airport. We're working at prices. It was $1,300 to get to Cuba out of San Diego. Right. It was $350 to get to Tijuana, to get to Cuba out of Tijuana. Right. Is that your there century you card? Century pass. Nice. Right there. We all got them. Yeah. And it, and it was just so easy and just absolutely smooth sure it's gonna take a few more attempts to get off the runway but well, no, it was just like straight to like to, to mexico city and then anywhere in the world you want to go and to man 350 the, the thing is that yeah. um giant direct non-stop flights are getting more and more accessible to smaller and smaller airports as technology progresses and when i first left to go to germany to live the first time i left from oakland we went to dover and we went from dover we went to reykjavik iceland and from reykjavik iceland we stopped in glasgow and then in glasgow we stopped in germany and then we finally got there and i lived in a hotel for six weeks when i was six years old like that that's solo crazy technology that sort of lets you understand how it was in the 50s <laughs> you knew that was coming right so uh, <laughs> but now now in May, you can take a single nonstop flight for about 11 hours and 15 minutes. Pop an Ambien, wake up in Germany. I, I can't give the kids Ambien. Uh, I tried that once. The police Just came. Give them an iPad. But, uh, yeah. yeah, we um, crush, it, crush it up, put in their whiskey. What's the problem? <laughs> <laughs> the, you know, parents actually do have Benadryl talk. 
about giving the kids Benadryl. And, it seems uh, like a fine idea to me. Right. Other nice thing about Aeromexico, free booze, international flights. Hmm. Nice. Unlimited free booze. Hmm. Nice. Yeah. So, yeah, I'm uh, heading over in May. I bought the tickets on the – whenever you get a brand-new nonstop flight, there's a big <clears throat> press campaign. They hire publicists. Mm-hmm. They do all that stuff, and – the next thing you know, they do their introductory fares. Yeah. And so, like, for $575, you could buy a ticket with bags to wow. go to Frankfurt. That's a damn fine deal. And right? you're probably going to be, because we only get one 747 a day in a, in a uh, SAN, but they do get 787 Dreamliners. So, you're probably yeah, one that's, of those. Yeah, that's Osaka. It's not. It's not. It's a triple. Really? Okay. I'm okay with the triples. I think the triples are like the, the, the new workhorse. I'm into it. Mm-hmm. But um, it, it works. Gets you there. And the next thing you know, we're going to um, – I'm taking my kids to my high school, junior high school, and elementary school in Germany because Where in Germany? Uh, well, I went to Frankfurt American High School. Mm-hmm. Uh, I went to Frankfurt Junior High School. And I also went to elementary school in Zweibrücken, which is like right off of the French border. Yeah. So that's actually our main part of this is that we're going to try to get over to that spot. You're going to you're going to drive right through Eder-Oberstein and uh, I highly I highly recommend to stop there cuz they have the the gem mine and that beautiful castle. It's I mean it's obviously slaves built it into the mountain, but it's it's like an incredible undertaking for the time it was built. I will 1000% do that and I've been thinking about Eder-Oberstein. I know that's the weirdest parallel ever in history because when I was a child, when I was about seven or eight years old, we would go camping in places like Eder Oberstein, and you would walk into a German stream bed, and I would pull whole pieces of quartz, which I own to this day. Oh wow, that's mm-hmm. out of the of the stream, and my kids own those pieces of quartz now, and they're like, "Where'd this come from?" And I would try to tell them, "I'm taking them there for sure." Taking Do it. Them there. Absolutely, it's a lovely little city. Yeah. Yeah, I wanted I to try Trier. We want to go to. There's a castle. I can't pronounce the name of it. That uh, uh, the English king Richard the Lionhearted was imprisoned in. We used to go camping right by there. Mm-hmm. So that's that's all in that region of the Sards. You know, one border is uh, Luxembourg. Uh, one border. Are you, are you is renting France. a car? Yeah. What are you gonna rent? I don't know. We'll we'll get to that in see, a second. See if you can get like a see if you can get a GTI. I'm gonna tell you right now, my car rentals in Europe. You would be impressed. I might even make you jealous. Yeah. Oh. Yeah, I've been getting Citroen C fives, and then they, it's yeah. been good. Because you want something that does well on the autobahn, and if you happen to go by the Nurburgring, take a lap. Because <laughs> it's yeah, not, that's it, right up Joe's alley. It's, well, it's not technically a racetrack. It is technically a one-way toll road with no speed limit. Right. But it's fourteen miles, one hundred and forty-seven corners. It'd be a good time. Yeah. Car full of kids. <laughs> Car full of kids. Yeah. So uh, on to the next subject. Yeah, I'm doing this this Germany thing. I thought you guys would be sort of into it. Yeah, that's yeah. awesome. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, Go for sounds it. good to me. I'm jealous of that, not of the car. Yeah. Holy schnitzel. But yeah. uh, so then there's this new ad that's on, and I really I'm dying to get your take on it, Andy. All right. Um, Alfa Romeo has made a re-entry into yes, the domestic have. market. So they're selling two car, three cars technically currently in the United States. They're currently selling the four C, four C convertible, <clears throat> and the new Julia Quadrifoglio, which right. is my, an my M3 wife, competitor. My wife wants to get out a, a gun and shoot the TV when that ad comes on. I've never seen the ad, but the car is awesome. Why you're aroused automatically with no Viagra? You're, you're absolutely not. It, it's you know, it's a pretty car. It's it's sort of a leave your wife ad. Is it? Uh, that's it. Yeah, nailed it. Well, you probably have to because that car costs eighty thousand dollars. No, that's the one. There's two cars. One of them does not. One of them cost about thirty thousand dollars. So just a regular Julia. Yeah, without the did whatever. Not, the yeah, Quadrifoglio is the Quadrifoglio has a. What does Quadrifoglio mean? Uh, means four leaf clover. Means four leaf clover. Yeah, and it has this awesome ass four leaf clover built into the emblems, 
It looks amazing. And the wheels sort of look like a four-leaf clover. The coolest part about it is that it has basically a full-fledged Ferrari engine. Hmm. It's right. the Ferrari California engine with two cylinders lopped off. Who makes this? Alfa Romeo. Which and is they're from owned by Fiat, who also owns Ferrari. Italy. Yeah, Italian. Yeah. Right. Yeah. See, now, Alfa Romeo mm-hmm. used to make a couple of other domestically imported cars. This the GTV6 Spider, GTV6 was the, it was the big one. GTV6 was they made two different versions. They made the GTV in the 1960s. And they brought it back with the GTV6. Right. Um, and GTV6 was interesting because inboard rear disc brakes, which I thought was really cool. Um, and then the original GTV was one of the prettiest cars ever. And for a while though, you could pick them up for ten grand, hmm. and now they're fifty, sixty thousand dollars. I mean, right. they they just came back in value so hard. Um, but there's one rotting right next to my uncle's house, just like sitting in the driveway, just rotting away. And I put I put two notes on it saying, I will buy this car from you. <laughs> and just like have it as a project. I would fucking love that car. So we've had this conversation before um, about Pac-Man and how bad uh, Chrysler oh, yeah. does things. But everyone understands, right, where all of the stylings for the Dodge Dart came from. Well, so the Dodge Dart is a Fiat. I mean, it has a it has a, a chopped up chassis a little bit, but it uses a Fiat multi-air engine. More Pininfarina, more more Alfa Romeo than straight Fiat. Well, well, Fiat is the entire group. I understand. Yeah, yeah, but it uses the. You can get the Tiger Shark engine, which is a, a turbocharged four-cylinder multi-air injection. Um, engine, which is a pretty good engine as far as we all know, but it hasn't been really around long enough for us to get good reliability ratings on it. Um, but it seems like an interesting car, and considering it replaced the Neon, we're probably in pretty good shape because that Neon was a piece of shit. Well, actually, I got a couple of Uber rides in one of these things, and they're horrible. Really? Uh, hmm. the, the first thing you notice when you get inside the thing is uh, the interior uh, cabin volume, the road noise that you get, uh, yeah. is, is horrific. Oh, yeah, hmm. it's, it's absolutely very, very noisy. Yeah, and that's a C segment car, and which so it's competing against the Focus, the Civic, the Corolla, you know, any any of those sort of subcompact or just compact cars. The I think the B segment is a lot more interesting right now because the Ford Fiesta is there, which is a very very good car, and the Ford Fiesta ST, which is the turbocharged version, which is an even better car. So back to this Alfa Romeo entry, mm-hmm. I have an idea, and I want to bounce this idea off of you. I thought it would be sort of interesting. There's a company out there that's called Turo. Okay. And Turo is the Airbnb of car rentals. Yes, okay, and, yeah. And, and I've used them before. I've uh, got a Q7 to drive a group to L.A. That'd be nice. And um, it was very reasonable. It was super fun to have your Uber Airbnb experience, but in a car rental atmosphere. Yeah. What is, what's reasonable? How much does it cost you? Uh, I was gone for four days. It was 360 bucks. Yeah, to that's a, a lot cheaper. I got a Pathfinder for seven days. It was 950 with right. insurance. Oh, right. And so, um, point being, when you see these cars, no one's going to buy this Alfa Romeo. No one's going to buy it. It's going gonna, it's gonna to be like in the, on the other side of the Maserati for no good reason. So here's, okay, the Maserati, Maseratis have been wet for a long time. So the Maserati people are buying Maseratis because it says Maserati on it. The people who are going to buy it are the people who are looking at the M5. Right. And they want a slightly smaller car, but they want similar performance. Right. And they look at and they they go get in the Alfa Romeo and they experience what what Italian passion means and is and the liveliness of that engine and the you know the the interesting sort of idiosyncrasies that the Italians bring to the table. That's who's going to throw down eighty thousand dollars. So that right car. behind you is a giant whiteboard. It's as big as the wall. Mm-hmm. Um, it this, is the wall. Yeah. The uh, the amount of unknowns in regards to this whole Alfa Romeo experiment, where they're actually trying to bring a sedan into the mm-hmm. domestic market. Would fill this wall a hundred times over, right? But if you're if you're buying an eighty thousand dollar car, you're buying an eighty thousand dollar car, keeping it for three years and hawking it. 
and right. selling it back to dealer trading and getting something else. Right. So you don't really care about long-term reliability. Um, and everything I've heard about that car is like, you'll see the check engine light about eight times in the first six months. Alfa Romeo, they've been changing their game up a little bit. And if we, you know, if, if we go by U.S. domestic market, Alfa Romeo's in the past, they have about the worst reputation known to man. I'm in San Diego, California. There's a ton of question marks about a car that I think is interesting to both of us, which is a rare thing. And we're like, hey, wouldn't mind owning it, wouldn't mind driving it, wouldn't mind knowing more information. Nor More information really isn't out there because it's such a weird fragmented section of the market. So I'm thinking, I buy one, right? I go into the Turo thing, I rent it. I go and figure out what the monthly payment is on the thing. I try to exceed it by about 50%, mm -hmm. and then I keep it for the other 15 days. And because it's one of those super rare cars that you can't rent anywhere else. And where I learned this from was when Tesla was the cat's meow of all cars. It yeah. kind of still is, and because of the X now, if you go on to Turo and you try to rent a Tesla, it's an auction atmosphere. Yeah, people it's, are bidding. You know, they they and you get to choose who gets to rent your Tesla. Have you, you have, you, have you driven either of them, the S or the X? No, I've driven both. Right, they are pretty good fun under very specific circumstances. That like the one of the one of the ones I drove had the extreme mode, which is the basically ultimate launch control. Ludicrous or extreme? Sorry, ludicrous mode. Yes. Um, and that is really fun, but it kind of runs out of poke at the top end. Um, but the the radar guided and radar steered, like automatic driving systems, work pretty well. And if I was somebody who commuted every day and sat in traffic, I could definitely see myself getting one of those. So great! That is a really great report on how a Tesla S or X would drive. How is that accessible to a regular American the human three. being? Can I ask a question real quick? Yes. Um, can you please define poke? Because you said it runs out of poke on the top end. So that is like uh, in, in, in a traditional car, if you say it runs out of poke on the, on, the, on the high end, that means in the higher end of the rev range, the, the power drops off, which means you know, if, if you put a car on a dyno, it comes out with a power curve. Mm -hmm. RPM's at the bottom, horsepower on the left, gotcha. on, on the, the y-axis. And you see where it comes up, and it produces peak torque and horsepower at, say, 6,000 RPM. And then if you push it past that, it starts getting lower, lower, and lower, and lower. So what the Tesla is, it's an electric car. So what that means, it produces instant torque from zero, from zero RPMs. Um, and then once it gets up to you know a certain speed, we'll say 120, it starts slowing down very, very rapidly. I would so, hope so. So as far as like yeah, a, right? an out and out performance car, it just isn't that. But right. what it is good at is scaring your friends. So from zero to sixty. Okay. So, so wait, can I just finish the question? Oh, yeah, sure. Um, so the question would be, um, let me see, just check my notes real quick. Mm -hmm. um, Let's see, run down and poke on the top end. So uh, when do you hit peak poke on the top end? So again, so again the peak, the peak if, if we put poke on this in, in, in my uh, definition, which is horsepower and torque combined, it's at zero revs. It's, it's, it's from zero to 60. On the bottom end. Yeah, on exactly, because it's an electric yeah. motor. Peak poke, bottom end. Mm. Yeah, yeah. so it's, it's, good at, it's good at zero to 60. It's good at zero to 80. It, from, for, if you were going to race from 80 to 200, it would lose to anything that can go 200 miles an hour. Thank you. Mm -hmm. The average person has no chance of experiencing any of this without this model that but, we're describing. But then from why Toro. buy a hundred and twenty thousand dollar car if you're not going to go fast in it? Hey, look, I think a bunch of people have five hundred bucks and wouldn't mind their lost weekend to understand what that's about. Sure. Before. The average down payment on any one of these cars in a lease environment is five grand. In a in a buying environment is about twelve grand. Mm -hmm. And so they don't have that. 
they'd really like to know because you still got to talk their wife into it. I'm really talking about myself right now. <laughs> and um, yeah, yeah, yeah. Hey, man. But the, the the point is, I think you could put that alpha thing up on Turo and make some bank. You probably could because it's there's there just no one else would do it. The problem is with when you alpha. get to drive it and you would get the Ferrari red one mm-hmm. and it would look awesome the ten days you had it and you would make money from owning it. And you let your buddy drive it once in a while. Yeah. No, no, <laughs> no. no. point at myself. <laughs> this Toro thing's like new to me. I think this is really exciting. It, I it, get like ten dollars a day on my minivan. Yeah, it could definitely <laughs> be interesting. And the benefit okay, so the good thing about having a brand new car like that is that you get dealer service. Right. So yeah, yeah. especially if you lease Warranty it, which would be a better idea so you could you could take it to the dealer and get it serviced the problem is fiat has an extremely spotty dealer network there's only one fiat dealer anymore in the in san diego county so where getting that service on chula vista so getting that service done is a little bit of a yeah, challenge there's two there's two alfa romeo dealers in san diego well, kearney mesa what, kearney mesa shut down kearney mesa i oh, did not know that and, yeah. Uh, yeah and national city was the other one that mm-hmm. i saw yeah Okay, so I want to go back to Mikey's point. The the peak poke? But but because they break down all the time, they're constantly full. So booking uh, an appointment is extremely difficult. This this whole um, open source world where we can get out of Marriott and go to Airbnb, where we can get out of Hertz and go to Turo, there was another one, and it was really, really interesting, and the government saw it and shut it down. There was a company, and I can't tell you the name of it. We can look it up, anyone who wants to, that used to do ride share in airplanes. Mm. And you could literally huh. call an Uber, and it would be a Cessna guy, and his name was Fred, and he had an air, you know, oh, aviation yeah. sun, sunglasses, and you, he would pick you up over take Montgomery and take you up to Santa Monica. And oh, people, yeah. it was catching on, and it was sure building it was. momentum. And the FAA said nope and made it illegal approximately uh, 24 months ago. I could see that. Wow. Yeah, yeah, because the security at Montgomery is different than the security at SAN. So yeah, somebody so getting a rando up into up into the skies without any FAA certifications, right? And without any kind of trust levels, right? Is yeah. a dangerous proposition. Yeah, absolutely. I, just, I understand it. That's flying not the o- American way. My flying friends. overhead. Well, yeah. no, but you go up there with a the pistol, you shoot the you shoot the pilot, and you yep. take over. You're not going to do any damage with a Cessna. You could do some damage with a Cessna. Depends what's in your luggage. Yeah. Yeah, yeah right? Know. Yeah. I mean, you can do more than zero damage. Still, anyway, though. Yeah. What a cool concept. The, I, I miss the concept so bad, especially now. Hey, I, I got a guy. I got a guy. If you need to go anywhere a fly quick, guy? Yeah, I got a fly boy. Yeah. I have a company called San Diego Sky Tours. They took me up a couple times. So I yeah. Some overhead photos. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That's tight. Mm-hmm. I, I absolutely would love to have the option of not having to face the traffic to Los Angeles. Yeah. If you've got like errands to run that involve that route. Yeah. And it's just been horrible. Mm-hmm. And every time I've, I've tried to, I, I've actually tried. Get a to, motorcycle. Split the whole way. I can't. I'm not allowed to. Yeah, I'm not allowed to either. Yeah. All right. This is Maybe. No, according to my life insurance policy, because it's a big policy, I got yeah, a really good deal Weirdly, on it. I can't get life insurance. <laughs> <laughs> I wonder why. Yeah. But I'm going to leave enough assets so I can take it. Have they seen that suit? It doesn't you matter. You send a picture of that suit to yeah. them and see if you can change that, it That around. stops you from getting rash. It doesn't stop you from getting dead. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah. No, I, I, went to, I went to AAA, and they're like, no. <laughs> They're like, here's your policy. It's nine hundred dollars a month. Hey, a big oh. shout out, real quick, to uh, Jorge Padilla Jr. Or should I say George Padilla? Is, uh, he, is he tuning in right now? He is tuning in. Jimmy What's Beats, up? Debbie Conca. Uh, thank you all for Hi, uh, checking us out. Yeah, uh, we're just yapping over here, but we appreciate you. 
Thank you. We do. All so your this, support. Uh, back to this uh, uh, Uber Sky. Ride share in the sky thing. Sky share. with this whole other concept that I always thought was incredibly fascinating. Uh, there was a uh, jet, a miniature jet that held, it was a four-seater, and it was called the Eclipse jet. Okay. If you guys familiar at all? Mitsubishi well, made it, yeah. No. No. <laughs> Eclipse uh, was a, a yeah. company. They were in the stock game. They were trying. But I'm, yeah. I'm very interested in the new Honda jet that's coming, but go on with your Eclipse yeah, jet. Well, the Honda jet is a variant. It's a. It's the evolution of this thing. Okay. Imagine Mitching. Uh, Mitching. Matching up the um, the concept of a rideshare in the air with a four-person jet. The problem is a four-person jet still costs tens and tens of millions of dollars, possibly a hundred million dollars. I want to um, get a correction out there. Um, the original Eclipse was priced at about six hundred thousand hmm. dollars. Its flight cost was fifty cents a mile. Hmm. Okay, so micro travel. Those are travel. projections that I have find very skeptical. Well, Look, hey, the company didn't work, so you're going to win that argument, and then you okay. go into yeah. Yeah. <laughs> you can go into your Honda Jet, and the Honda Jet transformed from what was a, a six hundred thousand ideal to a one point six million preliminary, which still compared to every other Gulfstream, you know, any other uh, you know, brand is yeah. you know exponentially cheaper. So, what are we talking about? What what if we got it done for a buck fifty a mile? That means it's 320 miles to Las Vegas from right here. That means it's a $450 amortization flight cost to get to Las Vegas in a jet via an Uber. If you amortize the the cost of fuel alone. Which means it's cheaper than Southwest. But if you look at the salary for the pilot yeah. and you look at the, the monthly payment on that jet. Does Uber look at those things? Uh, yeah. They do. <laughs> they they barely. I mean, they do. barely do. Well, they I know, but, barely but to do. get a pilot or an owner to go in on that price. Yeah, the thing about Uber is everybody high. wants to drive for Uber because everybody has a car. Not everybody has and a jet. And the thing that know? the FAA took offline had an owner partnership component to it yeah. that would have made that enticing. Okay, so you know that Uber does have a flight program, but I, do you know where the only place that has that flight program? Probably San Francisco, Las no. Vegas, Dubai. Because it's the only place where people can pay that much to ride in a helicopter. Ballers. Yeah, that's yeah. not true. That's not true. What okay, about so Kauai? Let's, let's, let's correct the record. Because um, where did uh, uh, taxi helicopter service originate? Uh, that was City. Magnum PI. No, New York were, City. That's Jagged. one. They had that was super <laughs> famous, but it was also Americanized and super expensive. Um, if you went to Sundance or if you went to Meet Dem, which was the music equivalent of Sundance in France any time from about 1984 until... Were you guys born then? Now. No, not quite. Mm -hmm. uh, you could catch a, a taxi helicopter from Cannes to Nice Airport, and it was 110 euros. Mm. They had euros then? So they, it was <laughs> no. commonplace. And there were so many people, you know, super sketchy. What was the, what's the motto about the south of France? Cocaine? South of France, uh, many municipalities or principalities in the south of France, specifically Monte Carlo, is a tax haven. Right. So mm. most rich people have a place and call that their domicile. And cocaine. So, uh, south of France is a sunny sure, place yeah. for shady people. Huh. Yeah, I that's, that's, that's nice. That's their thing. <laughs> So anyway, um, a bunch of my <laughs> friends who would go to Medem would absolutely do the uh, helicopter cab service to not have to take the train or a car from Cannes to catch the plane in Nice because they're always in a hurry and they're always high on cocaine, You like you said. And they can catch early strains of HIV. <laughs> yeah. It's just coming up in those days. What a dream, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Back in the day. Mm -hmm. Anyway, hey, good shit. Can I, can I interject real quick? Uh, while we're talking about mottos of, of 
fun mottos of places is a. Uh, you guys familiar with Placerville up in Northern California? Yeah, I know Placerville. Absolutely not. It used to be called Hangtown. It's like it, used to be like the hanging capital of California. Yeah. Um, their motto, and I don't know how popular it is, but my Sorry, brother told me this. What way do you mean it. by hanging capital? Like they would just hang grips. Like people would, they would take prisoners there to hang them. Oh, okay. Because like I think their la- their laws were lax or there. Not like hang ten, or- hang one. Yeah, they're just not. hanging. Like what yeah. up, dude? Yeah. They're just hanging. <laughs> come to Hangtown. Uh, their motto was "Come on vacation, leave on probation." Oh. Because there's just so much illegal activity there. A lot of meth. I mean, a lot of those like inland cities have huge meth problems because there is nothing else to do. Yeah, I've driven through Placerville, and rent is cheap. Right by it, you spend all your money on drugs. You can pay me money to live in Ridgecrest, for example. Yeah, no, ew. Yeah, it just wouldn't happen. Sorry, all our Ridgecrest listeners, but yeah. (laughs) Okay, so that's uh, that's worth a slight deep dive. I was born in Stockton, California. Yeah. Yeah. Then you upgraded to Bakersfield. Isn't that the home of hyphy? Isn't that where uh, the hyphy movement started in Stockton? I do believe so. I think uh, think hyphy was was popularized by Uh, E40 and um, what's his name? Um, Fuck. Mac Dre. Mac Dre, Dre, but before Mac Dre. uh, Freeway was one of the drug dealers up in there. My mom was already sort of hip to the fact Keek that... Keek the Sneak, that's his yeah. name. Keek yeah. the Sneak. Yeah. Yeah. It, was, it was a bad the, place to be, so we were busy trying to get out pretty early on. Sure. Mm-hmm. Uh, a couple of years later, I already was living in San Francisco. It's uh, a good upgrade. Didn't work out like we hoped. So we wound up back in Stockton, but then she married well, and the next thing you know, we were off in Germany, and that's that was the roots of it all. So then went to high school, like we talked about earlier in the podcast, and then time to get back to California because you're a native and find residency so you can afford college. Mm -hmm. So my college at first was back in Stockton at San San Joaquin Delta College. Mm, That sounds nice. So I I got to... Prestigious. Mm -hmm. You got to do it. It's a place you know. You got some relatives. You do what you can. Go back. And I got a job at AMPM and I immediately got robbed. Yeah. Yeah. Who'd rob you? You're like 6'4". Does it, does it matter? They, if they got, got a, a gun. gun. It's not your money. There's six hundred dollars in the register. Fucking take that six hundred dollars. There's, there's, a, there's a really Stockton. classic picture of me with my arms up from behind. Well, there's four masked men with guns like oh, taking geez. all. Oh, yeah. Fuck that. All, Have, the, all yeah. the nacho cheese you want, fellas. Exactly. Please. Yeah. 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 That was their thing. You, what they did is they their their thing to get to. So I'd be distracted, so they could then all line up and rob me. Was um, they did the microwave burrito? It's like got a guy making a microwave burrito, and then okay. Okay, so there's a micro. Oh, oh wait, oh it's a robbery. <laughs> well, honestly, like not only is it like not that. worth your life, even if if it was one guy with a knife or no weapon at all, it's not worth your life. Yeah, that take, money in the register, but t- it's also not worth guns. their life, right? Like, yeah. if, even if you had a gun on you and you shot that guy over six hundred dollars, that's a waste of his life, right? Like yeah. I, I carry a knife with me every single day yeah. of my life. And if I ever came into the position where I had to use it, and if all I had on me was my phone and my wallet, I wouldn't, I, would, I wouldn't use yeah. it. Goodbye phone and wallet. Yeah, yeah, yeah totally. First totally. of all, it's a work phone. Who gives a fuck? Second of all, it's well, I don't life. carry any cash. Yeah. I, I'll cancel my credit cards. I'll go to the DMV. Who gives a, who gives a fuck? Yeah. I could stab him, and he would go, you know, and he, or he'd get arrested, and it's still, it's just not worth it. It's just not worth it. Yeah. yeah. If my wife was in danger, if I was with my girlfriend, if something else, you know, if, if it seemed like a very serious situation where one of us could lose our wives, then you could possibly move into action. See, I, that makes you a humble person, and pride gets in the way of some people. I think so. Yeah, definitely. And that, I know a guy who went through six months of training trying to figure out how to defend himself in a knife attack. Well, the problem with a, with a knife fight is that the best-case scenario 
is that you get cut up really bad and go to jail. There aren't really any other options. I mean, the, uh, if, if, if you have a knife and they have a knife, you're both getting cut up really bad. And I, and I listened to the to guy's jail. story about, hey, I want to really be good about defending myself in case somebody has a knife. I'm like, it sounds like you got issues. <laughs> yeah. We're, we're, we're well, in okay. low probability. <laughs> sounds line. like you need a gun, bro. <laughs> yeah. But, but get, yeah. Getting a carry That's the best way yeah. to defend yourself in a knife fight. Yeah, yeah. definitely. Just have a gun. <laughs> getting, I mean, the problem, like, you, to get a gun out and and get around in the chamber and being able to point that gun at somebody, they could pretty much be 20 feet away from you and still kill you. I moved from um, Germany um, by way of St. Louis for a brief moment, and then I wound up at, uh, in Stockton again. It was really only my second stint in the city. It was gross. Um, I you know hung out with some people and got a feel for the city and just sort of like any of us would have. Like, well, it's fascinating. Let's Let's sort of figure this thing out. Oh, my God. I, I met a guy who had been shot in the head in the park. You know, like the kind of things that you just don't come across in your daily yeah. life, right? Sure. That's because you'll and hang out with white people. Right? And um, <laughs> that's, that's the real problem. Yeah. Too many white people getting shot. Yeah, I got to hang out in the barrio, man. I, I've had people like, yo, man, feel this. You feel that right there? Yeah, that's a 22. It's like, oh. Yeah, Funny. shot in the head in the park. And like, that was 20 months. And I, I cashed a lottery ticket because I, in 20 months, I'd like gotten through junior college and applied to a whole bunch of colleges. I got turned down to a lot of them I really wanted to go to, but somehow or another UCSD showed up and they're like, oh, all right, you know. You Can know, you play the lottery? You know, a 3.9 at, at San Joaquin Delta College is sort of like a 2.3 anywhere else, but we'll let sure. it slide mm-hmm. and um, snuck into getting out of Stockton a second time. But what a miserable place. You don't have I to mean, tell us that Stockton is miserable. Yeah, we've never no, been no, there we're, right we're, now. We're, we're, Going off of Placerville here. Yeah, yeah, I mean, it's not just one place. There's a trillion of them. And uh, you you drive around in in that part of the valley, and it's one piece of the third world after another. Yeah. They just look like a sign on a a freeway to you, but (laughs) just somebody's somebody's life. I just want to throw this out there. While this guy was going to UCSD, this is what he looked like. You got a picture? Jesus. UCSD. Oh, yeah. That's Joe, a good look. Joe Jim. Rinaldi, y'all. Yeah. I Joe never, Rinaldi. I've never seen a, it, it turned off, yeah. Oh, gosh, Bring darn it. Back it. On. Damn you. The internet couldn't handle he it. He did it. <laughs> NSA was like, And my phone ran out of battery. Yeah. God damn you. Yeah. I have, I have another picture, too. i got to put it on the, the um, Facebook site. Uh, I love it when you call me because that pops up, and I'm just like, yeah. I need that. Yeah, send that my way. I want that to be that my joke not, picture, too. I mean, that, he that's shut my it point. down. I, that is not how I look now, you know? <laughs> a, you know 40 years Relatively later, skinny person, you know. Like, would you rather look you... like that or how you do now? Pardon me? Would, I, you, would, you, would, you, would you trade your current look for that look? No, I would think if I looked like that, now I was sick and dying. Okay. <laughs> you were yeah. hella skinny. You, sick right? in the head. You look like you didn't get uh, scholarships to UCSD, I'll tell you that. <laughs> but um, <laughs> there's struggling. A, a friend of mine, Matt Barth, took a picture of me in front of O'Brien's in Claremont uh, when we were trying to like run I've into I've been there. Other. Classic spot. And, yeah. um, I used to live right next door to that place. He was yeah. um, stalking me a little bit, and he wasn't afraid to admit it. He's like, hey, man, I, I've always had this sort of perception here. I just want to be sure you heard it from me first. You are like seeing... Chewbacca, yeah, on the street, and he took this picture of me. I'll, I'll put it up on the Facebook. Please, yeah. I, I fucking look like Chewbacca, Sasquatch combined. It's, good it's awful. Did you yeah. have facial hair or something? What do you? I did not. I don't require facial hair. Just hair. Be, you were you more cousin. I, I eighth than... of a ton. I'm like a, a billion feet tall. And if you surprise me, I look to the side. I uh-huh. look like yeah. Oh there wow. You go. Is that <laughs> <what>? <laughs> <laughs> 
<laughs> it was the funniest thing. And so that's that guy's ringer, Matt Bart's ringer, is me being Sasquatch, and he's just rolling with it. And I, what do you say? Like, is it Sasquatch or Harry and the Hendersons? What's the difference? Same difference, yeah. You know, that's the Lithgow version of Sasquatch. You know, if he was super mad about it. You're, right. you're hella Lithgowy. Can we do this more than once every two years? It's I'm been gonna, a while since I like I like this because like because like I could shut the fuck up and go over here and just space out and you guys just it? talk. Yeah. But it was it was funny when we first started. Rosa wasn't there. And it was really just the three of us. And there's a bit of an oil and water thing. We got some hipsters and some beachsters, and we're trying to figure this whole thing out. And I could give a fuck. It's funny. That's what I want the most. I liked it when we were at your your little place, mm-hmm. and there's three of us, and yeah, it was like you know sword fighting over urinal. I mean, that was just <laughs> awesome. Yeah, I have a urinal in my place. <laughs> Do you know? Yeah. That's a fucking hipster, bro. Yeah. <laughs> Trade my bidet for it. Urinal cakes. Mm-hmm. That'd be a good idea. So. I feel particularly sad about one thing is that we didn't get any like soft porn brozo stories. There's always those well, we can get into. We have Brozo's been in the single bit. game for a little bit, haven't you? Yeah. Wow. Yeah, I've been I've been single for a okay. bit now. How, how's that going? Just just plowing through life. Danny, why, 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 why had, are you gonna say it that way? Have you are you guys familiar <laughs> with the term Eskimo brothers? Oh my god. Wow. Do you know who you're asking that question to? I've been I've been completely scarred by Dan's Eskimo brother story with the oh, Barigolds yeah. from January yeah, no. of last year. Wait, did you score with the with Jenna? No. Uh, oh no, that's, that's no. Time out. He talked one, about one, it. It would have been a lot cooler if you did, <laughs> right, dude? <laughs> I agree. Shout out, hottie. Get rid of that. Just uh, like cancel. You don't want yeah. any of that. You're gonna get a bunch of viruses and disease, uh, hip hop remixes. Yeah, like no, anyway, but. He he made the entire cast of the Varigolds uh, uh, video podcast uh, uncomfortable with, oh, by the way, we are Eskimo brothers. It wasn't with either of the two people that were there, but it was one of their bandmates. Yeah? Yeah. And you were Eskimo, like full-on Eskimo brothers? Yeah, with one of their bandmates, yeah. We are two-time half Eskimo brothers. How does that work? You've you've made out with girls I've had sex with, and uh, you've had sex with girls I've made out with. Whoa. You made out with that girl. Hey. I made out with the girl you had sex with in Colorado. You're just now admitting that. A long That's time cool. Ago. Yeah. And hey, does does point five point five make one? Like, are we? I guess so, because it's on it's on both sides. Can I ask it's you guys a question? Yeah. yeah. Yo, how's this dick taste? <laughs> well, I got there second, so uh, tastes, not, not tastes like a cute time. girl's mouth, I guess. <laughs> That's awkward. Yeah. Weird. This is exactly why. <laughs> to, to be very very honest, this is the exact reason why I moved from San Diego to Los Angeles the first time in mm-hmm. 1996. Too many Eskimo Bros. It, 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 like seriously, it, it got super uncomfortable. You're like, why every is it time, uncomfortable though? Every I'm time, with you, it. every time you ran in, I mean, I don't know. Do you, do you guys want to move to the Big Island of Hawaii and find out why it might be uncomfortable? Well, I mean, like that could be like there. family. Hawaii is not really my thing, but uh, <laughs> I'm just like telling you right thing. now, it's 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 the same general concept. Yeah, it, you know, it, it's 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 tougher there. It, I'm not blind to the fact that it's way tougher there. Right. Yeah. But, and I had a friend who actually finished film school in. Um, in at UCSD and moved to do Kona, moved to Kona to do construction and surf, mm-hmm. but found out the hard way after living there for about eight years. You know, girls are as scarce as they come in, yeah. in they that come? part of the world. That, the other thing, yeah, it's pretty much a complete coincidence. Dan's and I are our thing. I mean, it wasn't really. Like, right. Yeah, it wasn't. Yeah. But wasn't, wait, wait, wait. Well, he, wait, he, wait. He, he hooked up. Uh, so I, I had made out with this girl like a long time ago, like yeah, when yeah. I was single, and 
he he <laughs> met up with her completely coincidentally in another state. Yeah. And uh, hooked up with her. Yes. Well, like skinny white dudes are a girl's thing that you're gonna get. Yeah. You're gonna like. I guess, but there's so many of us. We're like a dime a dozen. Yeah, we're not. We're not a, a special treat. Dan, really? Dan's not particularly skinny either. No, I don't. I never seen a lot of girls jacket. call me skinny, but I'm like, no, I'm not cool. No, Thanks, but but. In um, <laughs> when I when I got out of college and I got a was living around me. here and um, doing the whole live wire and Casbah thing, mm-hmm. um, it was incestuous as fuck. There oh was yeah, no doubt about it. And I wasn't. I'm not talking about me or my options or anything like that. I was just watching everyone and what they were fighting about and what they were miserable about. And they were. I don't all, ever let it get to that point. And they were. They were all like. <laughs> That's a know, pride thing with men, though. Like with women, what do they talk about? Like, like if they've boned the same dude. Yeah. Are they? Are they proud of it? Are they like, yo, yo, you gotta I get would this hope they dick. Are. Yeah, yeah. Think like that. You know, like, you fantasize about style. that. I don't fantasize. Oh yeah. When I was, I when I was a young dude, actually. I did. I was like. I was like, man, like that would just be great if girls were out there talking about that kind of stuff. You know, girls talk about they that are. stuff. They are. They're just doing it. They're doing fine. Okay. I, got, I got nothing to hide on that front. Yo, sure. dude, that reader Andy dude's got that hook dick. Y'all gotta get on that. He's got that <laughs> angle, the <laughs> angle, the dangle. Captain Hook over like, here. Like, yo, like, come on, man. Take me of to course. Neverland. <laughs> so, like, if this if this is a small scene, you know, these. Oh, yo, that's that reader Andy dude. That's that dude. Yo, he'll hit that G spot. Like, is he fucking only black girls? Like, <laughs> That's that's only yo. Get on that hook, dick, yo. I, 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 I got the PB girl thing, but you guys don't fuck PB girls. So. No, I fucked no. a few PB girls. Have you really? Sure. Awesome. Flip flops yeah. are awesome. Dirty feet. I think they're just like, man. I fucked so many guys in American flag shorts. I need like a hipster, just a, just Bounce a sprinkle of hipster. Yeah. yeah. Oh, they're, they're, yeah. yeah they're I need I need to get downtown to the homeless area. Oh yeah. Get that worked out. They, sure. They, they get their fill, man. I'm telling you, man. I I just I just feel like like I mean I don't know. I'm not a woman. But I'm I'm speaking for them when they're just like just trying to find the right fit, man. They're just going through it, and you know you're in the scene, and they're like, "Yo, let's try this, let's try that, let's try that." Boom, and then they find sure. the right fit, and they disappear. You never see them again, right? Yeah, that's fine. Yeah, <laughs> like, yeah. as long as it wasn't yeah. me. Yeah. Uh, Dan, for the benefit of this podcast, which you're not usually on, mm-hmm. why don't you give us your worst ever hookup story? Mm-hmm. I mean, how worst do you rank them? Because you got about fifty. <laughs> I, I know at least two bad ones that you've told me juggle, about. Juggle, 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 juggle. Worst. Blood, gore, animals. Uh, you're probably thinking, I mean, you say blood, gore, and I think of... On the I rag. Bet, on the rag. Yeah. Let's hear it. Un- that's unexpected not, on that, the rag. That's not... I mean, I, it well, happens. Hit, well, tell me, just so remind me. about the Indian girl... And then the oh, and yeah. then the well, that, and then that the, didn't turn into anything. The dot, yeah. the tattooed and pierced girl. Dot or feather. Dot, dot, dot Indian. Tattooed Ooh. and pierced girl. With the the nips, yeah, that wasn't bad though. That was just hilarious. So I'll, I'll, that one's easy. The, uh, the Indian one is a better story. Again, it didn't lead to a hookup, but it was just it's just oh a better God, story, dude. All right, so this is a Tinder one. Here we go. And uh, she's, you know, we have it's like normal. You know, like sometimes I, I guess you guys don't know you're not in the Tinder game, but like you can tell pretty early on, like if if where, where it's going, you mm-hmm. know, like just just by the the flavor of the conversation leading up to it. You know, like little, and, and like, this is about, like dirty without talk. Seeing hints, them, right? Without seeing them. Without seeing them. Without seeing them. Ooh. Like you just know by the tone, by the th- kind of jokes they're making. Like you know, mm-hmm. if there's any like sexual in- innuendo going, like you know, you're like, oh, I'm gonna bang this girl. She's like, you know, just by text, making wiener jokes already. Text you and know, pictures. Exactly. This is alien to me. I love it. Um, so this one, it was very clean until the day that we were supposed to hang out. And I'm down for for the swarthy ladies. I like I like it. Swarthy. Yes. What does that mean? 
I love that term. I love that term because all it really means is tan skin. Yeah. But it sounds like a big hairy pirate lady. Ooh. You know. Yeah. So like, so I just so like we're talking exotic. I like the brown ladies for sure. Busty, yo, busty yo, brown ladies. Yo, if it's Thanksgiving, I'll take the dark meat. Yeah. No, absolutely. Same here. Um, so <laughs> my wife is totally white. So <laughs> oh, yeah. Uh, so busty brown ladies. This was a busty brown lady. Yeah. And from the pictures, I was like, all right, she's cute. She's definitely not like in the the top echelon of, of what I've hooked up with, but. Like whatever, dude. I'm like going to meet up with this chick. The night that we're that we're gonna hang out, she's like getting real dirty and she's telling me, like, oh my god, I just split a, a pitcher of beer with my friend and like I'm like pretty sauced up right now. I'm gonna tongue punch a fart box. Exactly. Yeah. So like I'm I'm like I'm like, cool, dude, that sounds good. I'm meeting her at her house for the first meetup. All signs pointing to like I'm gonna have a fun night tonight, you know? It's gonna be a good time. Duck duck anal. Exactly. So get there and first thing I notice is she's just just gross, dude. She's just not an attractive lady. Gr- worse than you think. Worse than you think. She's like, she's she's very heavy. G- give but me like, a, like deuce or deuce and a half. She's pu- she's pushing it toward the that that second one. Yeah. Oh. She's a big girl. And how tall? Uh, very tall. Okay. Like tall, yeah. taller than you. Yeah, taller than me. Oh. She's like five nine, five ten. I'm five eight. So. All right. She's a, she's a, just a large human being. Whoa. Yeah. Um. Ooh. And uh, you know, like I'm, I got nothing against big girls. If you wear it well, like I'm just, I'm down. You know, sex, sexy does not have a weight limit. Sure doesn't, right? But yes, it, it does. Uh, well, in Andy's opinion, it sure. absolutely. Okay, no, it billion percent does. Sexy though, I don't give a fuck. Yes, it does. Sure, okay, no, <laughs> no sexy's different though. I, okay, I agree with no. you to a point, Andy. There is a line, yeah. But this this chick was crossing that line for yeah. sure. And you know, like it's somebody's. She had a good section for got over that line. Exactly. Yeah, it was, it was a the photo finish. Um, so. Anyway, so I get there and immediately I'm like, oh no, this is bad. Like I'm, I'm, I'm not into this. Dude. This is rough. And like already, like the talk leading up to it was like, like yeah, like she's expecting it. You know, it's about to go down in her head for sure. <laughs> right. Uh, so as they're walking up to her place, it's her and her friend that's in town, and they're like arguing about something. Like, and it's it's like a pretty 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 intense argument, you know? Right. And I'm like, okay, this is. I'd, easy. This friend, is my opportunity. Friend a girl? Friend a guy? Friend a girl? Girl. Girl. girl girlfriend. Better and, looking? Oh, yeah, much. Just like <laughs> yeah. a thin, like, good-looking Asian girl. Oh. Um, and I wish I wish I was smooth enough to, like, parlay it that direction. No, the story's not going that way. The way the story is going is uh, I I just saw my opportunity, and I was like, hey, this is – I, I don't want to get between you guys. This is so awkward. Like, I, you guys are just having an argument right now, and, like, I don't want to be here for this, like – I, I should just go. Like, I can't be around And she's this. like, no, you will not. <laughs> she was like, no, you will not. And I was like, no, I'm sorry. Just like, you guys need to hash this out. Like, this is this is like bros before hoes kind of thing. Like, you guys need to work on this. And like, I got to get out of here. So, yeah. And you didn't, I, I would have jumped off the balcony. That was it? That was a horrible story. I was expecting like a next day scratch and sniff. And you're like, Ugh! did, no, she, did no. she ever try to get back at you? No, I think she. I think she knew why. I, what happened with it? Yeah. Oh. She knew. All right. Yeah. There is a much much better bum, band bum, hookup bum, story, bum. but I think you're gonna have to tune into this American Battlecast. Hey. <laughs> you have to subscribe to our podcast, Battlecast, and scroll go, down go. to the feed. Oh, for the catfish one. Yes. Yeah, I did get catfish pretty hard. Bad. Ooh, I got the worst I've real hard. ever heard of it. Ooh. Oh man. I mean, no, no, no. There was no financial. 
True. That that would would have made it way worse. But it was Dan, is... Dan being completely obsessed with this girl for months. Yeah. And like bailing on us to talk to her. Yeah. And like we're at, we're at Coachella. You know, we're up front at Ratatat seeing this this it excellent amazing. band. It's fucking amazing. Dan's yeah. texting this girl. Yeah. And he had seen all these pictures and all these Snapchats and all yeah. these things. And no, he, I got God. And dude. he was so convinced. He was so convinced. And everybody else on the podcast was like, "There's no way this is happening. This just isn't possible. This just isn't a thing." And he would not listen to any of us in our evidence. No, I, I was and had my he blinders was on. Straight up lying to us. Yeah. He said he skyped with her and did he didn't. Not. Yeah. He went on Cantor Woods. I got Woods, got, dude. Yeah. And said he met up with her and I he got didn't. got. Yeah. And then it turns out I was, that you know, spoiler alert for the podcast, but you should listen to it. It has much more detail. It's probably a 350, 380 pound lady from Iowa. I don't think she's tall enough to be that from Nebraska. From Nebraska. Oh. I don't think she's tall enough to be that heavy, but if she was to, if she was a tall lady, she would weigh that much. All yeah. potatoes and no meat. Yeah. yeah. I mean like buttered skeddy, like corn but corn fed. Just and for no other reason for just attention. And they had all these plans to meet up and I'm coming Kept back to getting town. canceled over and over. Yeah. So there's not just a moment where you're just like, ah, fuck it. There, I was so got, dude. I was so got. <laughs> he, he was the goddess person. And to be fair, like the girl shit she was impersonating, real good looking girl. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, wow. But then when he found Easy her. 10. He found her actual Instagram profile for the girl she was impersonating. Yeah. And she's flying in private jets and has a boyfriend who's <laughs> yeah. like a 10 out of 10 with a red bottom. Yeah. 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 He's like a Grecian god. And like. Yeah. yeah. So you found out without he was meeting her. Aries. He yeah. found out because somebody else she had catfish found him. Oh, yeah. through the podcast, through the podcast, got, and got in touch. This yeah. is real stuff. Yeah. yeah, it's a, it's like an hour and a half of, of deep, deep delving story. About yeah, this yeah we got real into it. Yeah. yeah. So yeah, tune into Battlecast. Uh, uh, the pod, episode is pod, called This American Battlecast. The episode yeah. is called This American Battlecast. I think it's in season three. I want to say. Yeah, it's a while. It's a ways. It's back. ways back. But yeah. you scroll back. With this American Battlecast. We get all into mm-hmm. it. And it's 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 it's, it's intense. A, it's yeah. a real good story. And again, I feel bad for Dan, kind of. But it's no, no, no. It's, it's, <laughs> it's one of those things that was completely and utterly my fault. It w- it was your fault. I don't want and, people and, to feel and you, bad. And for you me. were ignoring us. Yeah, yeah. No, that's part of why nobody should feel bad for me. I was being a piece of shit about it. We were Aww. we were yeah. we were trying yeah. to do right by you. Yeah, through like through a, a broiness, which is like shit talking, you know. Yeah, but. Like I was so got that I was like sensitive to that stuff. Yeah, they're, you know? they're, what they're describing though is like Heaven's Gate level stuff, though. It would, dude. It was. It couldn't, it was, it couldn't have got. It, I couldn't have been got more, unless she had like asked for money. Exactly. But, but I mean, asked, on I mean, on like an emotional level, like oh, I was yeah. just so sold. He was. Wow. He was. He was. I, you were probably in love with this girl. I was in love with that girl. I yeah. see. I don't think any yeah. of that's your fault. I think some people. It is. Yeah. I don't think so. No, I, I appreciate when, I think, when people say it wasn't my fault, no, but it was my fault. Yeah. I think I mean, some people can be so manipulative and so controlling and just just mind fuck you so hard that. But there's what still. Do you, what do you think, Andy? This is your best friend out here. Does your friend have a susceptibility problem? Uh, well, okay. So she clearly, was, she was able. <laughs> she was able to fake things that aren't easy to fake. Yes. She fakes Snapchats, Snapchat, yeah. which is hard to fake a Snapchat. Right. Unless you're right. Russians controlling Trump. Right, exactly. <laughs> On that level, yeah. yeah. And it's it's doable, but it's not easy. I know. And I had to research how, how it was possible. That's what I'm saying, though. That's that, like Some people are just so manipulative. It would have to, to have been fuck. this girl's full-time job. Totally. No joke. Totally. And she, so, uh, some she, people pray, and they, they do that. She, imagine sure. you're a notch on her bedpost. Imagine her real conquest. Mm-hmm. I know, dude. Well, she was also married. No, 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 no. We don't know that. We don't she know that she had lots of pictures with her and some dude she was very much involved Didn't with. Didn't have a ring on her finger. 
I think right. she had, she told me about that There's dude when residual. we had talked. Do you hear the residual? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, no, it's still mm-hmm. like it oh. it still sucks, dude. It still hurts. I it imagine. Def- no, I imagine that's it, uh, that that is extremely violating. And we've all had yeah. we've okay, oh, yeah. so you've had you had like this this relationship, right? Yeah. This this real For relationship. Months, yeah. Imagine like I mean there's 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 friends that I've had. Yeah. That I've not necessarily catfished. But felt like like I've I put myself out in a friendship and I've spent a lot of time with certain people that have really turned their back on me. Sure. And then I felt that 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 hurt and that anguish to where at one point there's the, euphoria the, and love. So yeah. so it's just that there's just certain the violation type, of trust. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. So so it's not that that you're gullible. It's not that that it's I, just that she's cunning and that she just has this. She put but, a lot of work into it. Yeah, yeah. But I still like to think that like. I think I'm a pretty damn smart guy, and I think I should be able to to put my logic above my my put my my uh, what is it the my ethos below my fucking logos, you know? Right. And like be right, able right. to see it for what it is, and you know, like fucking put the puzzle together and be like, oh right. yeah, I'm clearly getting fucked with here. You know, sometimes you just can't see through the fog, man. I couldn't. And some some people I straight up couldn't. Some people are that manipulative that that so so when I hear stuff like this, I, I don't I I. I and I'm not going to call you necessarily a victim because sometimes that has some 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 demeaning qualities no, to I it. No, I know what you mean, though. Yeah, but I but, was victimized. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. All right. Yeah. So so to, I don't to, feel lesser of a man for being victimized. You to, know? To, to people like that, fuck those people. And and I feel like and, and just to tie this right sure. back into mm-hmm. what we were talking about. Sure. I feel like right now America is being victimized. Yeah. There we go. Yeah. And, and sometimes the right th- got catfished for sure. Sometimes the right gets catfished. Right uh-huh. got catfished. Yeah. Hey, um, Full little, little glimpse into what these two guys do, Dan and Andy. So tune into Battlecast. That's going to yeah, be please. great. And uh, thanks so much for being Wait. a big part of our Vacation Relief FYA podcast. Mm-hmm. Sweet. We also got a uh, live show at Saturday. the Marrow, Saturday, 8 o'clock. If you want to come on out to the Marrow at 8 o'clock, we are doing a live show. Live performance of Battlecast, free drink. Well, I'm actually buying the first round of drinks. Ooh, that got for anybody. Last time. Yeah, exactly. But for anybody who has a promo code, which would the promo code be this week? I don't know, man. Normally we talk shit on James, but that has no yeah. Like, this that has How no about reference. This? Yeah, catfish. Yeah, catfish. Say catfish. If That's the code up, if, you, if you come up to me and say catfish, first five people who come up to me on Saturday at the live show in the Marrow and say catfish, drinks on me. There you go. Bottom shelf. FYA podcast, everybody. Thanks so much for tuning in. We'll see you next time. Uh. There you go.